What's up, narcs? Tom here. Welcome to the Undesirables. There's no one else in the room. I'm over here. It's just me. And I just wanted to give you a little preview of what's what we're dealing with today. I'm dating a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And Tucker's got some stuff on his mind. I Old tea bag? <laughs> tea bag? What? <laughs> oh, bad. I get I get broken up with. Sick, that's all from him. So, um on, I have more to say. So anyway, if you want to like and subscribe us. Dude. Ow, dude. dude. Ow. Alright, like and subscribe us. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Share our podcast with people if you'd like. That'd be pretty dope. Follow us on Instagram at Undesirables Pod. Anyway, you're doing great. Enjoy. Hey Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know the feedback I just got about the podcast was uh, I was talking to someone about the intro, and they're like, "I don't really understand why you guys you always just say, hey Tucker, hey Tom,' and then you both start giggling for no reason." <laughs> we should not edit out the mistakes. They're, well. <laughs> they don't need to know his mistakes. We don't make mistakes. It's mostly mistakes. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> anyway, so what's going on in the world of dating lately? Oh, uh, you, but I'm exhausted. Yeah? Are you exhausted? I'm out here laying down pipe. <laughs> <laughs> what a gross phrase. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. This is a no construction zone, my dude. Your bedroom. <laughs> it's not bad. It's where the magic happens. Or you have, like, a farming... I don't know, beware farming. Is that a sign? <laughs> beware farmers about. Farming happens here. Are there signs in Amish country that like warn you that the Amish are around? Should there be? I don't understand. Should there be signs that warn people? I wonder if it could be like a digital text message that would pop up if you enter well, wait, Amish no. country. We don't go right past that. Why do there need to be warning signs that there's Amish people about? You it's know not like the there's Amish. like a deaf child or something where you no, watch you, out. You know the Amish, dude. They're dangerous. That is the one culture we can fucking ruin. They'll and they will never, all this in. ever, ever. <laughs> and no. if they do hear about it, that's on them. That's on them. That's a they sin. Good up. luck in hell. <laughs> JK, shout out to all our Amish listeners. And also, what's going on, Amish listeners? <laughs> what's up, dude? All right. I am swamped. Yeah? You know how normally our podcast is called The Undesirables for a reason? Yeah, because uh, we've been like solidly rejected from society. Yeah, ostracized. Yeah. By society. Yeah. yeah. I've had a busy week. <laughs> yeah, just... A lot of interest across several different apps. What? Yeah. Dates on dates on dates. Are they sarcastic? Sarcastic dates? Like, is it a sarcastic... Yeah, I guess it's sarcastic I mean, I'm, like, date. meeting up with people. They're like, like, hey, how's it and going? And they, like, sarcastically, like, make out with me and stuff. Probably. Yeah, I guess that I can't really tell the difference, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. I just had, like, a weird amount of interest from almost every app. Really? What are the and apps? By, okay, and by a weird amount of interest from almost any app, I mean an interest in, in one from, app. In any app. <laughs> like, I had one really good match from Bumble. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, that's my only Wait, match from, from Bumble? Bumble? Yeah, that's my only match from Bumble. That's impossible. It's the only time I've ever met up with anyone from Bumble. Can it's you the prove only- they're not a robot? You just met her. She did seem human-like. There was that part where she said, goodbye, Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> she did glitch out in her exit. See you late, 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 later. <laughs> but that was my only match. That is actually in re- in to for a real degree here. That's my... Only match and meet up for Bumble in a year and a half. I'm sincerely beginning. A year and a half. I think it's us. I really do. She said that I look more attractive in person than that can't than be my photos. She said I need better photos. I've looked at you for most of my life, and you yeah, are most, not more wow. intra- attractive. She tried to get me to tally up how many years I've known you. It was a real bummer. <laughs> I don't, somewhere between 15 and 20. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> 
But so I matched with one person from Bumble. We went on a couple dates. Wow. How were, yeah, okay. How was that? Really fun. Yeah. She's very cool. Maybe one of the most beautiful people I've ever met in my entire life. Yeah. Yeah, I was telling you and our roommate, I was at a diner with her. We were across from each other at this diner and we had gotten like a banana split or something to share. We kind of put the banana split aside or whatever. We were just talking for a while. You split a banana split? Yeah. Okay. Strawberry ice cream. It's a controversial decision. I didn't support it. No. I know. That was her. I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. It's out now. Anyway. Uh, oh, no. I have to confront this. Yeah. Ah, that'll be like 10 weeks no, from now. No, no, no. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so she was just like kind of absentmindedly just kind of like playing with my hand or something. And while I was talking, she'd ask me a question. I, don't, I forget what we were talking about. I was just sort of looking at her as I was talking and just legitimately lost my train of thought because I was like, she's so beautiful. This is insane. Yeah. It's insane that this person's that beautiful. Yeah. And I, I told her, I was like, I have to look away from you for a minute so I can finish this thought because otherwise I can't. All right. My eyes are closed. Describe her to me in metaphor. In metaphor? In metaphor. <laughs> Not just physically. Descri- simile. Sorry. In simile. Uh, her eyes are like. No. Her <laughs> eyes are like. <laughs> I don't know what you'll do with this information and so I don't want to give it. Her hair is like. A fresh meadow. <laughs> Her skin is like linen. <laughs> Her smell is like uh, fresh honeydew. <laughs> a lot of fresh. I'm trying to think of laundry detergents. <laughs> Just very, very, very attractive. And we had a lot of chemistry. It was really cool. And so we have now been on three dates. You guys, it was last night I saw you guys at a show. Mm-hmm. I was watching from a dark end of the of the room. You're so creepy. I'm not even lying. I know. <laughs> I turned back and I saw you at one point. Just watching. Just watching. Hand moving. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you guys seemed you guys seemed to like enjoy each other's company a lot. Yeah. Very touchy. Very touchy. Yeah. I asked her at the end of the first date, I was like, are you are you just always like this on dates? And she said no. That she had gotten four dates in with someone and they hadn't really touched all that much or kissed or anything. Wow. And we were pretty immediately on that level, which was cool. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's awesome. I'm happy for you. It's very nice. Uh, I think but, less of her for choosing you, but I'm happy for you. Yeah, I get that. Me too, honestly. It's kind of hard to date someone who is dating you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> who makes the active effort and choice to date you. She's bad decision-making skills, but she's... I know. It's like, I want to break up with her because, like, I don't trust you because you date me, and I don't know how to feel about that. I need someone with standards. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hard place to be in, I understand, but that's just where I'm at. But, yeah, there's that. I also went to, like, a speed dating event. So give me a quick review, a five-word review of how it went. More fun than online dating. Oh. Yeah. But, yeah, I went to that event and also saw one other person. Uh, who's very promising I met them at like a party yeah and she's really cool it's very weird juggling multiple dates yeah it's like I feel like I'm doing something wrong even though these are all like first dates and there's mm-hmm. really no expectation or it shouldn't be any ex- expectation of exclusivity with anyone but it still just feels like skeezy and like I'm dating multiple people yeah. I don't know it's yeah very weird I don't really know how to deal with that I kept telling people I'm so stressed out because I'm going on a date with this person and then I have the speed dating event and I'm going on a date with this person and I'm supposed to be going on a date with this person, but I might just switch it to this other person or whatever. And it's like, I don't... Yeah. I, and everyone's like, oh, wow, how tough for you. You have dates every night. <laughs> but it's like... I'm like, 
it's not good. It's exhausting. I remember that one weekend I was supposed to have three dates and it was like, one, it's exhausting. And two, it's like, I don't feel good about this. Yeah. For Am me, I going to like have a connection with it? A- it's more morally exhausting than it is physically exhausting mm-hmm. because I just feel as though I'm doing something wrong, even though I don't in actuality think I am. Like yeah. if any one of them was like, hey, like what the fuck? Like you're going out on a date with someone else. It's like, yeah, well, yeah, because this was a first date. Yeah. Like there's no expectation of exclusivity. Right. Like our friend Lindsay Metlazar over at We Met at Acme, great mm-hmm. podcast. Great um, podcast. She, bad host. <laughs> morally bad. Yeah. Yeah. Great host in terms of an interviewer. Such a good interviewer. It's just her morals. The thing she said off mic. Wow. Maybe we don't maybe we don't <laughs> keep that in. <laughs> no, she's legitimately a fantastic person. Yeah. She's super nice. She actually helped me get the date with the other person. Oh from really? The party. Yeah, because I had given my number to the other person. And then Lindsay and I texted after the party and I was just like, hey, like great party. And she said, did you connect with this person? And I was like, uh, not yet. So either she wasn't feeling it or I gave her the wrong number by accident or something like that. I typed in a digit wrong. And she's like, oh, I'll, I'll figure this out. <laughs> and I was like, detective <laughs> no, 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 Lindsay no. <laughs> on the case, new side podcast. Uh, and then like the next day I got a text from that other person being like, hey, what's up? And I was like, did Lindsay text you? She's did like, she threaten you? <laughs> blink twice (laughs) but yeah she's anyway so Lindsay. but if you follow we met at acme on instagram she has a lot of very interesting polls that she does a lot of times on yeah on her story and one of the polls was basically like what's the expectation on when you should have a discussion on exclusivity and the two options were five to ten dates and ten to Mm fifteen i believe and i looked at that and i was like wow five to ten seems like kind of a lot go 10 dates in with someone before you yeah. talk about exclusivity like that's crazy yeah and so i clicked that one and i when we were on Lindsay's podcast famously i made the mistake of discussing how i infamously thank you talked about <laughs> defining the relationship with someone two dates in so for me five to ten dates sounded like kind of long i agree with you and so i clicked five to ten dates in that poll and then the resounding feedback in the in the poll results was 10 to 15 is that's more crazy yeah, ten to fifteen dates is a long time to be for me personally to be like talk like going out with someone. I mean, that's weeks and weeks of your life. That's like months before you finally go like, should we stop seeing other people? Are we seeing other people? Ugh. But I don't know. Maybe that. I mean, also it makes sense. Like, hey, let's date for a couple months. Let's see how we work. Yeah, and then then we'll ditch other people or something. It's just weird to think about actively dating someone else. Yeah, I I would not enjoy that <sighs> solidly. Right. I think I remember with Planetarium, I brought that up like date. Three actually tonight is Oscar night, and this is on Oscar night last year is when well, you just time doxed us. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun concept. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell people what timeline I'm in, dude. <laughs> I'm in Earth sixty three right now. I believe. <laughs> no, that's what that was like our second or third date, and it was like, hey, what are we? And second granted, or third date. Yeah. See, now me being on the other side of it, despite just having had the conversation. About how I did that on the second date. I'm like, wow, two dates in, you're like that? <laughs> but it, it, I don't know, yeah, it really gauges what my interest is going to be. Like, yeah. I am... Well, what they're what they're up for? Like, I want to be invested in someone. And so if they're like, oh, I'm not interested in being exclusive, then I might be quicker to be like, okay, then I'm going to like take a solid step back and not be invested in this. Yeah. Thing. Well, for me, when we went on Lindsay's, I was, the situation there was I just wanted to know if what investment level should I have? Right. 
because the, that was a person I'd known for like a couple months. So it's like, okay, I just want to know. With these situations, it's like one person is like looking for casual. I don't know what the other person's looking for. Yeah. The other people waiting in the wings, I don't know what they're looking for. Yeah. Because they're just waiting in the wings. Gone. I don't know what to do. I just have too much on my plate. My hair's going up right now. Yeah. You look uh, stressed. I'm stressed. Pale. I'm tired. Your wiener is shriveled. Like a, <laughs> like, a, like a grape in the sun. Like a raisin. Yeah. So that's like... Uh, I think we should call it wiener. Okay. I just think we should. You mean as a society or us? Society. Like the royal you? I think we need to bring wiener back. Continue. All right. It's like, how can I encourage you just enough that you feel encouraged so we can move on? <laughs> it's like, how can I yes and you just enough? Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm... I'm exhausted. It's fun. Don't you have... I got a date tonight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's been like almost a full week of going out every night. Do any of these dates know that you have other dates like this? I don't think so. Yoidle. News to them. Hey, y'all. If we've made it, if we've, like, you know, from the time docs to when this actually releases, if we've made it that far, I think it'll be fine. Yeah. If someone's still listening. But yo. <laughs> I'm tired, y'all. Yeah, you look tired. My dick's like a pickle. Shriveled. Sour. <laughs> Smells like vinegar. <laughs> anyway, that's what's going on with me. That's a shorter update. You got any questions? One, is it is it difficult for you to commit when you're dating this much? Do you feel the same, like, attrition? Mm. Not attrition, but... Uh, mm. Mm. <laughs> like, Good question. Good question always gets me hungry. You're reacting to this in a weird way. <laughs> what do you mean, like commit? Like, like, are you able to look at them as unique dates and actually invest yourself in the way that you would were this not one of oh sure three? Or is it just like, listen, I just want to get to the other side, and I really don't care what happens with these other individuals. There's definitely like a priority scheme. I think of like, okay, I'm more interested in this person than this person already, mm-hmm. or I'm interested in that person, but that person seems promising. If I was dating any one of them, it would obviously be different, but not. I don't think actually that different. I think mm-hmm. it kind of just in some ways just feels like I have options, which is mm-hmm. cool. But it's really only stressful in the idea of like. What do they know and what should they know and should I be telling them and what happens if they do find out and like even though I shouldn't have anything, this shouldn't be wrong in any way really. I don't know. If I may reference episode Uno. Uno. Deanna said too much communication is good. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think there's I don't think there's any good that comes from like you go on a first date with someone and then they're like, by the way, I'm seeing someone else tomorrow. Yeah, I think like that. that's like, probably... There's no... It doesn't really involve you I don't at think, that point. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, I don't owe you a, a full breakdown of my personal life and yeah. everyone else I'm seeing until there's a reason to tell you. Yeah. But yeah, for me, it's like, the only weird part about the commitment is the idea of what if I like two people? Yeah. This is what I've been kind of like mulling over in my mind because there's two people in particular that I like really like so far. And it's like, okay, well, I really like this person. I also like this person. I'd kind of be interested to see where that goes. Yeah. And like one of them, maybe I have more of a future with the other one or like this, you know, whatever. And it feels all very silly, but it's like those are the kind of the decisions that I have to think about to a certain extent. Yeah, no, that's real. But I will say there is some wise words to Lindsay when we were on her episode and she was like, how could you define something before you even like have sex with them or something? It's like, you know what? Now that there's multiple people on the docket, that is legit a concern. Really? Because like... Because our pitch on that was that it is maybe a concern, but it's also like something that, barring a bit of a, an extreme circumstance, that's something that you could work on with an individual. It is something I can work on, but it's also like, if one person's just resoundingly better or more compatible than the other person, yeah, that plays a factor. That yeah. certainly plays a factor. If you just have more fun having sex with one person, and they're just more interested in the things that you want to do, or that 
they want to do and you're like oh that's cool yeah or you're just more attracted to one person over the other it's like yeah. okay well sex is a big part of a relationship that's fair you when know? you're in a competition listen my man i'm not shallow but like i'm just looking for the hottest competitor but like i'm just looking for the hottest contestant you're a puddle dude step on down shallow price is right price is wrong <laughs> what is that that's uh happy, happy gilmore, gilmore yeah. yeah price is wrong bob bam punch dead what's your favorite adam sandler movie? i think billy madison oof Really? Uh, the, the, I think the, that's one of those that doesn't age as well as I thought it would. Oh, probably, certainly. But man, the the intro of that when he's looking at a swan, or he's looking, <laughs> the, there's like a, a a big, do you remember this? I don't remember at all, but just the description. <laughs> he's like relaxing by a pool and he's either high or drunk or something, but he's, I think there's a person in a swan costume that's, or no, it's like there's a float in the pool that's a swan. And it like kind of like is drifting around, and at one point it locks eyes with him, and he just screams like, "Stop looking at me, Swan!" Oh yeah, to drift I do away. remember him yelling that. That's fun. <laughs> I remember losing my mind over that. I think for me, Happy Gilmore is probably my favorite. It's just such a fucking, very good. It's such a strong movie. Waterboy was really good. too. Waterboy is really funny. That one came on at the gym the other day, and I legit almost stayed at the gym for another hour just to watch Waterboy. Yeah, man. It was in the background. And I was doing exercises on the other side of the gym, and I was like, "How can I incorporate?" exercises that bring me over to the TV because yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna but I, the water boy's on and I wanna <laughs> also little Nikki I feel like people don't talk little about Nikki's that really enough. good yeah people don't talk about many Adam Sandler characters this is so a, big daddy big daddy's a strong John Stewart yeah few one of his few acting roles it's back when he had like like gray hair but like dark gray hair yeah I don't think he ever really had black hair was Kevin Nealon a lawyer in that too yeah I believe so love no Kevin that Nealon. was in little Nikki god Kevin Nealon yeah because he got boobs on his head at one point and he had to wear a bra on his head, I believe. I just remember some movie or something where Kevin Nealon is a lawyer and he stands up and he goes, Objection! <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the judge or something goes like, uh, Overruled! And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, immediately. Yeah, that's good. I love Kevin Nealon. Hey, anyway, what's going on this with is, you? Yeah, yeah. This is quite the derailment. What's going on with me? Uh, I'm not so great. Oh. You smell nice, though. Thanks, pal. I needed that. Oh, I think it's the coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. No, I'm kidding. I'm sure you smell nice. I don't want to get that close. Thanks. We're about 40 feet away. <laughs> That's true. You did get that restraining order. Yeah. And I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. First mutual restraining order. Um, Planetarium girl and I broke up. Ugh. Yeah. We broke up yesterday in the middle of the afternoon. Ugh. It is not great. It's not it enjoyable. It makes me sad. Um, Sorry, bud. That's okay. I think this is the first time in a, quite a while where I think I'm... I'm probably more broken up with than I did the breaking up. Uh, and uh, That is quite a shift. It is. It's a little difficult when you're... Uh, kind of holding on. You're like trying to like hold on to it, and they're like, "No, this needs to happen." Yeah, someone else wants to let it go, and you're like, "I don't think we should." I think we could still work it out. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. And having someone let go of your hand there is that's painful. Yeah, yeah. What uh, happened? It it it. I mean, in the very basic sense, she didn't text me one time when she said she would. Mm-hmm. That's like it. Oh, that it's was always the, so stupid when you outline it like that. I know. Like anytime have, you outline what caused a breakup in the plainest of terms. Right. 
I don't know. It's the cheese. small thing. Yeah. But if you knew the context of the yeah. cheese. <laughs> it, but no. It's a it, real monster. Munster. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to edit that silence oh. to be 40 to 50 minutes. You don't even need it to be longer than it was. Already <laughs> the way it was was really hard for me to not internally combust. I'm, I think I'm internally bleeding right now. You need to call a doctor. By the time this episode's over, maybe the ambulance will be here. Will. God, keep going. <laughs> no, so it's, I mean, we talked about it a little bit over the season, but when you are in a relationship, there's a lot of things that help a balance in some way that like help you need to have in a relationship. Like the thing that killed us was a lack of consistent communication. Mm-hmm. And I mean that from both parties, because I think we just communicated differently and it's weird when it's, you line up in so many ways. Right. But then, I mean, it was a compatibility issue that we'd kind of had for quite a while. That, that specific thing. Yeah. You guys kind of, hit that wall a few times. Yeah. I feel like if you listen to episode two of this season, you can hear it. That's pretty much when it births. Yeah. Whereas one week out of the long distance, it became apparent that I was not, I was wanting to communicate in a way that she wasn't particularly interested in, Mm -hmm. but we were both over the next months that happened. We really worked hard to try to compromise on that where essentially I wanted to like include her in kind of the basic in and outs of my day. And I would like to be semi-included in her own, knowing that she is not kind of naturally into the idea of texting throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So my compromise being like, just throw me one every once in a while. Don't, don't keep up. Like, don't think you have to do that. Just every once in a while, throw me something. And her compromise being like, yeah, before where I would like to text you nearly none, I'll text you like, once or twice during the day. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, where we had kind of arrived through a lot of trial and error. But um, where it really came to a head, I think, was trying to compromise in ways that we thought we could do but couldn't over and over. I think that's where feelings get What do you hurt. mean? There'd be times when she would... Like, for instance, I wanted... I, I liked saying good morning and good night. Yeah, it's a nice text. It's nice. And she was like, I like receiving those. I don't know that I like getting those or like giving those. And I was like, well, let's work something out. And so what we had worked out is that she would say good night and I would say good morning Mm -hmm. because there were so many time zone differences between us. It kind of worked out that way that I was probably going to be asleep by the time she said good night. So I would be able to wake up to a text from her that said good night. That said like good night. And so that would be your good morning text from her. Yeah. And then I would send a good morning text to her. It's also nice for her, I guess, in the sense that she doesn't have to wake up and immediately, like, send you something. Yeah. It's like she can do that before she goes to sleep. So her last thought of the day is just sort of like, all right, good night, Tucker. Yeah. And it's nice because we thought, like, we'll both wake up to a text. Also, she wouldn't have to have the expectation of you saying anything back. Yeah. Because it'd be at the end of the day. Yeah. Anyway. Um, And we'd still, and I don't know if this is a good. confirmed logical. (laughs) It was it was interesting because then I was also I was still sending goodnight texts as well, which I don't know oh. at this point if that's a good thing or a bad thing because I just wanted to, but yeah. I think that also why were you sending like were you sending them before she would or yeah like when I was going oh. to bed I just send like a goodnight oh no, nothing that I expected uh-huh. a response from but it was just like I do want to say goodnight um, mm-hmm. but I don't know if maybe that 
made her feel feel weird in retrospect. Like, I think probably, if anything, the only mistake there is just doing too much work on your own end. Yeah, rather than just letting, letting it, let it. Yeah, letting the the I don't know, like the scales sort of balance out on their own. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, she said like not to relitigate <laughs> or whatever, not to really just forensic through it. <laughs> so she received. The good morning, and I received the good night. And um, but there was for a while getting that going. It would there would not be a good night text mm-hmm. for like a few days in a row. Oh, okay. And that's not a big deal. But it was like on its own, it's not a big deal. On its own, it's not a yeah. big deal. And it was also just like, hey, this doesn't have to happen. But if it's something that you think you can do, I would like for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't think you can, then let's not do it. Like let's plan something else. Plan some other compromise. If mm-hmm. you're not up for that. I'm cool for that. Basically, it was just like, listen, you don't have to send me a goodnight text, but if you tell me you're going to, it'd be nice to get it. Mm-hmm. It's such a small little thing, but it become, the politics of it becomes so much bigger. Yeah. If you're expecting it and it doesn't come, it hurts more than if you weren't expecting it. Yeah. And it came. So that kind of happened again fairly recently, and it's been a reoccurring theme where... Specifically the goodnight and good morning? The promises or, that, oh, don't, sure, right. that aren't fulfilled. Um, or like really the big, the bigger thing being that I, uh, I, I don't mind defining myself by my partner a little bit. I like mm. having that level of involvement. You like a codependence. A level of it. I don't yeah. want to, you want to still be a human on your own right and have them be a human on their own right. But you also like the idea that you guys lean on each other. Little, yeah, leaning I think is a dangerous word, and I hate to nitpick, but it's it. Is, I do think like there's that thing of uh, you want to find someone that completes you. I'm not on board for that. You need to be complete. I don't want to. I don't want to like. It's like I want that, but I also think that's terrible. I don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to have someone that's like, oh, you're you can make my issues not issues. It's like no, you got to fix your issues. Mm-hmm. But uh, that said, no, I think I do want like my victories to be their victories. And sure. their victories to be my victories. Like, we are in it together. We're kind of a team doing things together. It's kind of nice. I like that. I get that. Like That's I, how um, my ex and I's relationship sort of was in the sense that, like, we... I definitely wanted us to be independent people and we could go out and we could have our own separate days and stuff. But then we always sort of felt like when we got home and we were in each other's arms and stuff, it was sort of like we were shielding each other from the greater world. And right. we were creating our own little, like, safe space for each other and... I remember she described it as like, I was her, if I'm getting this right, I think it was like I was her blanket Hmm. and she was my comforter or something. That's fun. Yeah, it was nice. It was like a fun like sort of metaphor. Like she kind of keeps me warm and stuff. Yeah, I I think maybe there's like a little bit of the metaphor that I have maybe written down somewhere because I remember I wrote it down because I was like, that's really sweet. Yeah. But yeah, it was just sort of like a codependence that is doesn't necessarily. I mean, you still have a bed, you know what I mean? Right. The, and there's no reason Stick to go with deep the metaphor. into Stick. the metaphor. I'm not going to get it if you don't keep going. <laughs> like you still sleep on a bed without sheets, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. But like, it's nicer to have sheets. You want sheets. You want sheets. Yeah, I can still sleep in the bed without the bed sheets with the comforter sheets. or whatever. You know, bed, sheets are a luxury. Anyway, <laughs> I hear you. So uh, she's my toupee. You are bald. <laughs> <laughs> New development on the podcast. Tom's gone bald. Yeah, very fast. That's the title of the episode. <laughs> Tom's gone bald. <laughs> yes. Where was I? You know I can't do this. I know you can't. I love to bring up tangents. 
you, it was about like sort of codependence, but not codependence. Yeah. No. Yeah. A good example of that, I think, is like where I wanted to learn to dance to so that we could. She does swing dance. And I was like, I want to learn to swing dance so we could like swing dance together. And she when I told her that I was looking into dance lessons, she was like, why? <laughs> and I was like, so I can like, you know, we can dance together sometimes. And she was like, you don't have to do that. Why would you do that? Like, that's not something that you're interested in. And I was like, but you are. So I'm making your interest my interest. Yeah. Which, like, it's still your thing, but it's, this is something you're good at and I'd like to participate with it with you sometimes. And that was kind of lost <laughs> on her i also like tried to learn some like coding language and stuff she wow was, yeah i was trying to do that and she was like why would you do that and i was like because it's something that you're doing i'm trying to show interest yeah. in your interest there's definitely like a level of i think there's i mean i guess there's only really two sides to it which i don't think I either applied her <laughs> um where like i could understand if someone was like no this is my interest and i kind of want to keep it separate actually yeah but then there's some where for instance just going back to my ex for a random example i am really big into video games yeah she's not Mm-hmm. She or was not. I don't know. Past tense. She's probably still not. Anyway, God, <laughs> words, <laughs> words. <laughs> but she would try occasionally to get more into video games to at least be on the level that we could like play random stuff together. Yeah. Not that she was ever going to become a gamer. Right. Not that she was ever you know whatever. But just so that we could at least share that kind of interest. Exactly. Because I think it would be fun to be able to like there were certain games where it's like I think you'd really like this game. But then she would get so frustrated with, like, the controls and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like, all right, well, this is no fun because, you know, there's, like, a level here. Right. But it's nice to see her putting in – it was nice to see her putting in the effort to Exactly. Try. Yeah. It's just, like, enough to, like, engage with yeah. this individual. That's what – I wasn't, like, actually trying to learn to code. But it was, like, it'd be great if when you, like, vented Describe to me – Describe things. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be at least able to be, like, oh, Ugh. that does sound difficult. Did she ever do that for you? like she tried to like sometimes it was a thing i don't know what you're into i know that was a thing where we got like probably like i don't know it was when she was visiting she'd already gone to school and she came back one time and i just remember telling her like you know i know you know i do music be nice if you asked about it oh she never really asked about your music yeah and that and i think that isn't her that's just not where her brain goes to immediately. Sure. And then from once I mentioned that, it was like a switch flipped in her head. And she was like, he likes that I, that I would ask about that. And mm-hmm. so she would from then on. But it was like... That's it, nice. It's not her impulse yeah. to share those kinds. That's not what she looks for in a relationship, where that's sure. something that I look for. And my pursuit of that... It's so interesting, because I feel like one of the most common things I hear about from people on like online dating and stuff is... like when people say, like, what am I looking for? It's like, I'm looking for someone who's passionate about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever it is, I don't really care, but I want to know that they're passionate about something. Yeah. Because, like, you want to know that that person has an interest and they're doing their own thing and they're, like... Because there's nothing sexier than, like, passion, I think. Sure, I agree with that. like, yeah. someone who's just really into their craft. It doesn't really matter what it is. Like, I'm, I'm not into opera or something. Yeah. But, like, if I was dating someone who was just, like, fucking really into opera, that'd be cool. Yeah. Like, it'd be cool just to see someone, like, really invest. Like, I'm into ping pong. Yeah. If some, like, I remember my ex used to, like, watch me play ping pong and stuff sometimes. And she'd be like, I don't really care that much about ping pong. It's really impressive to see you do your thing. And that's kind of a turn on. Yeah. I was like, cool. Yeah. It's cool to see someone do or talk about something that they're passionate in. You hear that, ladies? Me playing ping pong is a turn on anyway. Moving forward. Oh, no. No, no, no. (laughs) We're going to bump that up. And I need to include this right here. Don't encourage it. It is not a turn on. 
You should see his face. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> when you're playing ping pong. Oh. What? Yeah. My your ping pong face is bad. Yeah, my ping pong. Yeah, my ping pong face. Your upper and lower lip at the ping same time. Ping po face. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, my pursuit of that uh that sort of relationship, I think felt cumbersome to her. It felt like a stress. That wow. it would the investing in each other's lives thing. Yeah, I think it felt like the I need relationship to inc- part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not to be too reductive. But the relationship part of a relationship, <laughs> the having a relationship. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, it was just like she would stress out a lot. That was when we when we were breaking up. She would say like it's it's it stresses me out to try to. Think about like, am I including him enough in my life? And do I need to like ask him about his own? Do I, am I doing this right? Like, and it was difficult. It's like you're trying to learn another language for another individual. Mm-hmm. Like you're only going to grasp it so much uh, without fully investing. And she wasn't really looking for that. I think it came down to just it, it's an incompatibility thing mm-hmm. on a very foundational level. Yeah, it was. We were not compatible with our expectations of the relationship. Yeah, and just your general personalities in some ways. I don't know. See, it certainly in some ways. Like the way you guys view the world, I mean. In those ways, I think we had both, I think, we tried to compromise in a lot of ways. Because like you, in episode two, you we talked about how we're not, on face value, it doesn't look like it adds up. And this is the first time I've dated someone that's wildly different than me. <laughs> To me, it's the way you guys look at the world. Oh, but it's different. Yeah, we had compromised in a lot of ways from when we first met. Like, not com- compromise is a weird way to put it, but we really had to open up to other perspectives. Right. Uh, and I think we successfully did that. Like, I say generally speaking, yes, but I still think that just interacting with the both of you and hearing about the relationship from far away and stuff, I'd still say that you, I don't know how you guys could date for the rest of your lives and you would still occasionally just run into fundamental issues like down the road over and over i think yeah of like just you having one worldview and her having a completely different worldview yeah and just having this discussion of like wait what yeah i think that could have come to a head eventually yeah Yeah. the the whole yeah it certainly worked well together a lot of the time it seemed like it was always very surprising because i remember when you guys started dating it was like boy you guys are very different yeah I don't know how long that's going to last, but it seems fun, I guess. And then as you sort of figured out each other's language, it was like, okay, well, this went from like a potentially negative weird to a very positive weird. Yeah. And this is cool. And now I see like a future here as a third party. Yeah. Voyeur in the corner, dark corner. Just like me. Pants down. You and me, dude. Jerking off to each other's relationships. I wish we were. Let me watch. <laughs> People don't really understand the effect it is of living together with someone you've known for so long, having a podcast with them, being so intertwined in their lives. I already told you, but I'm just going to mention it. We were talking about you in bed yeah. last night. I know. Yeah. I'm not going to mention any more on that. <laughs> but just, I'm just going to let We talked about you in our, in our breakup. Really? Yeah. Ugh. What context? What's Tom going to say about this? She's... She's so pragmatic and rational. It was when in the breakup, it was still like she's she's had this organized. We've gone up to this like cliff a few times. <laughs> she's had her breakup buggy bug out bag basically. Yeah. She was like, there's a way we do it. And wow. it was like 
it was very interesting. That's like, the it, difference between you guys in a nutshell is she has the, the, the Robert De Niro and heat be out the door in 30 seconds. If you feel the heat coming around the corner, she's got her bag packed. She's got it ready. Not because she's expecting to leave, but because she understands the possibility that you should just be prepared for yeah. it in case. She's not planning to get caught by the police, but if they, if she feels the heat coming around the corner, she's out. Yeah. You, though, you're like, if we have an escape plan, that's a bad sign. <laughs> yeah. We shouldn't have an escape plan. We should assume that the heist is going to go well. Yeah. Hey, this is Tucker punching in here real quick. I just want to say, Tom nailed it. Oh, wow. He nailed it. I don't give him his due diligence, but that is exactly the difference. All right, back to it. That was like, <laughs> that was the Facebook conversation, the Facebook official conversation. Oh, yeah. She was like, if we break up, then uh, I don't want to have to like make an adjustment on Facebook and then everyone asked me what was up. And I was like, but at a level, I need you to not plan to break up. But also Facebook is stupid. I get that. <sighs> so wait. And that comes to me because now she has to decide whether to... So there's a way we broke up. Once we decided we were breaking up, then it was like, tell the other individual what you got from this relationship, what you appreciate with them, about them a in this. Breakup debrief? Like, thank you for... It's a very mature way. Yeah. No, it was very... I mean, we didn't... It was not angry at all. Neither yeah. one of us were angry. It was just like, it's like I a, just don't think it works anymore. If you guys were in person, you would have sh- shaken hands at the end. Maybe. <laughs> it's like, yep, that was good. Good uh, doing business with you. Uh, this is a solid transaction. Yep. I'll, if you need a review on Bumble or whatever, feel I'll... Feel list me as a reference. Yeah, yeah feel free to list me as a reference. <laughs> cool. Yeah. No, uh... Severance package. <laughs> ah, that sounds painful. Sev... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we, we exchanged thank yous and kind of said what the other person meant to us and what we got from them mm-hmm. and how we've grown throughout this relationship. Uh, we both exchanged that, and then she kind of was like, is there anything else you need to like tell me? And I was like, I just kind of broke down, and I was like, get more sleep. <laughs> like, Treat yourself better. Hug, do something that's not studying with your friend. And there's this thing, I think, in, in her university where it's like, you're more like co-workers almost or co-students than you are friends but oh, it's sure. also who you lean on I was like treat them as friends I was just like giving last like this is as a non-boyfriend now do these things for yourself it seems like you're like kind of burning out still like a nice like take care of yourself yeah I still want to I still want the best for you even though we're breaking up yeah it was also like I didn't want to tell you this while we were in a relationship because it feels like I'm controlling your life if I'm yeah. your boyfriend but like listen I'm on the way out I have nothing to gain here's some stuff also here's some notes for the bedroom yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> been holding on to these for a while. <laughs> I got a list. No, no, not at all. Um, then she like was like, yeah. Also, hug Tom and hug James. Uh. And I said, no way in hell. Yeah. To be clear, don't. <laughs> so that's why you, you came up. She was like, they're oh, good friends. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. She texted me. I already told you, but she texted me. I think it's worth saying yeah. on there because it's just really funny. I mean, it's funny. It was also sweet. I don't want to say it. it was just like funny. But she texted me. I didn't really understand the context because it was like last night. Yeah. I guess you guys had already well broken up at that point. Yeah, we broke up in the middle of the day. Yeah, and I got it at like almost like 1 a.m. here. And I was on my date and it just said like, please take care of Tucker for me. <sighs> just be a little nice to him, okay? <laughs> and I looked down and I was like, what? Did it say just be a little nice to him? Yeah. Oh. 
And I'm like, what? <laughs> You're deeply offended. Yeah. <laughs> it's going back to like uh, when our, our boy Jacques was on the podcast. He was like, you're mean at Tucker. <laughs> I was like, what? Come on. He earned it. We have a rapport. <laughs> no one gets it. Nah, that was it was a sweet text to receive. I didn't really understand the context of it. I was like, I guess I'll check in with this later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's painful. It's painful knowing that someone else is like really struggling with like that. hurting. Yeah, yeah, and that you can't really comfort no. them in any way, even though you might want to. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, end review <laughs> of the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I guess of this whole thing, it, it was like. I've never had a relationship like that where we are so different mm-hmm. and we worked so hard. All the quirks that I didn't know if I liked at first became like the things that made it really difficult to leave. And like I said, we walked up to that cliff a lot and those same things that kind of were, would, would bring doubt in the early stages are were, became the things that was like, I can't leave that behind. Like there's no one else on the earth like this woman. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not going to meet her again. And I will not. I will not. I will not cry on Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you will. And it's okay. It's not. I would have um, cried on my breakup episode, but I was mad drunk. You were so drunk. <laughs> I was fucking wasted. So it's difficult to walk away from that yeah all those quirks will not be in another person oh no (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) yeah so moving forward from that was very difficult and I think that's why a lot of times it was hard to fully end it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> it came, folks. Oh, it's fine. That's tough. It's fine. Yeah, you guys had a... I mean, you had a very unique relationship. I've never seen anything like it, both for better and for worse. Definitely just got better over time and it sucks that you had to go through the long distance phase and you yeah there were like so many hills to get over and we got over yeah nearly all of them props to you guys for working through so many yeah that's insane i really there's grew. so many points yeah when i was like i just be out <laughs> <laughs> i like i remember one time my ex and i we we lived <laughs> 10 minutes from each other from like walking 10 minutes in a small town. And we one time discussed the idea that like if we lived any farther away, <laughs> we, we probably wouldn't have stayed together. And that was 10 minutes walking. Yeah. Five minute bike ride, four minute car. Yeah. Like crazy how close <laughs> we lived together. You guys started out an hour away already. Yeah. No. Whoa. Yeah. And then. Even trying long distance, I don't. That's tough. Props to you for making it work for it's so long. It's crazy. It fighting was, for it for so long. She, I. It was. I think it's a combination of me being as old as I am now, which is not that old. And you are old. I. All right. It's not that old. I mean, it's, it's younger than you. 
Yeah, but you got more wrinkles. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you have youthful skin. I'll take it. But um, <laughs> she'll take my skin. Being at this age probably has something to do with it, where it's the first time in my life where I'm like, okay, if the right thing comes along, I wouldn't be unwilling to settle down. Mm. And at times, this really felt like it could be the right thing. Mm-hmm. And part of that was like, I flew out. I, I guess we didn't get to have this episode, but I, I flew out to see her very recently from New York to California. And that was like a big thing for me. It's a big journey. It's a big journey. And so to to walk away from something where it's like, I said this earlier to you off the mic, but it was like, there's the, it was like I've come up on a fork in the road. And there's one path where it's like this. I think I, I think I would like this life. Mm-hmm. Like if we weren't necessarily there yet, but it's like if you asked me to move across the country, it wouldn't be no, and it wouldn't be a quick yes. Yeah, but it would be like I'm gonna mull this over. <laughs> yeah, but then all of a sudden there's kind of unexpectedly a road closure, and now it's just like this is it's sunny California on the right. And then the left is just like fog. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, I didn't even know. Is this even a road moving forward? Is this going to be paved? I have a weak car. And that's the road called life, my bro. Lungs, dude. My dude. My dude. The call sign of the dude, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I, I think you, you guys went... would have had an interesting life together, but there's so many roadblocks along the way. It's, Certainly, it it's wasn't never there. yeah, it's it's never as set as there's just this road. Yeah, like it's always winding, and there's paths that lead off of it, and occasionally there's like a tree that fell over and some shit, and then <laughs> yeah. a hitchhiker on the side, and that's an open relationship, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one is just completely. Do we pick that fun. guy up? Yeah, I guess. I, guess, I don't know. I'm Tony. <laughs> Tony, I'm here to fuck you both. Good ways and bad. <laughs> We're interested in the good. Ugh. Just need a credit card. I like your Tony. dick. Poor Tony. Shame what happened. Poor to Tony. <laughs> yeah, man, that's, 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 I don't know, that's rough. You uh, had a very impressive run, I think. Yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. It does not feel like I'm single. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you've only been single for like 24 hours at this point. I know, but in in the past, it's just been like, there's been like back a chemistry change. Not, not necessarily yeah. really back on the market, but there's like just a thought like, process Now I'm alone changes. again. Now, it's not even like, I don't even feel alone yet. I just feel like, uh, what what do I, it, there's this big feeling of, what do I do? It feels like I just witnessed something traumatic happen. And I'm just like, what do I do? Right. What is... I feel like What's I still need to step? fix it in some way. I'm like, all right, I'll go get water to put the fire out. It's like, no, the fire doesn't want to be put out. Sort of like when you reach the end of a TV show that ends on a cliffhanger, and then you find out later that the show's canceled, and you're like, well, now what? I just have to move on with my life, but what happened? Yeah. Anyway, Fox, bring back John Doe. <laughs> it was a good show. <laughs> I wish we... There's, <laughs> dude, there's a good chance I'm okay with it if we end the podcast right there. <laughs> that's our cliffhanger. Dude, that's what it. What happened next to them? If they renewed John Doe, we'll renew the podcast. If, no, if they renewed John Doe, the podcast is over because I'm watching John Doe. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm going around on a tour just taking credit. I'm going to tweet at Fox. <laughs> Fox, this listen one's for up. you. I'm coming at you. Twitter, Instagram. Swipe right on your John offices. 
Yeah. I, what do you do now with uh, that idea of like Instagram and Facebook and all that? Do you just stay followed on each other? Or do you hide them for? I've I've hit her. Yeah, that I, makes sense. I don't think that's healthy. This is yeah. This is again. This is one where it feels like. I can't see you right now. Like, I can't. Modern dating. I need to, like, yeah, that's true. Just always being thrust in the other person's face. Shout out to Facebook. All right. When I'm intrigued where that's going. When you, I don't think it did it with because we never became Facebook official, but I remember doing this with Uh-huh. Oof. Bleep, bleep. Put those over that. Yeah. Uh, yikes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember... When I switched it with my previous ex, she I switched from like being in a relationship to single. It popped up with a message that was like, hey, breakups are tough. Do you want to hide this person from nice. all your stuff for a little bit? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, contrast that with Google Photos. <laughs> Dude, which like Valentine's Day popped up. Hey, two years ago, you remember this happy memory with your ex? And then... I was, and then I posted about it on Instagram, and I was like, well, that's fucking cool. Thanks a lot, yeah. Google Photos. What you didn't get on Instagram was then the next two days it kept doing that. I finally had to, like, turn off that feature completely because I was like, I can't. I know. There needs to be a button on there that's just like, we're not together anymore. Yeah, con to Facebook also that same year when, when my previous ex and I broke up. It was like, they offered that little, like, hey, you want to, like, have some space between you and this person? I was like, yes, please. Thank you very much, Facebook. And then at the end of the year, it was like, here's your year in review. And uh, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it was this like, is going to be bad. <laughs> it literally documented the process of like, remember your dog? <laughs> <laughs> remember when you moved to New York for them? <laughs> remember when it ended? <laughs> remember when you were happy? <laughs> remember when your dick was three sizes larger? <laughs> what what? size? Well, you got small, medium, and large. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Ugh. Rough. So, yeah, I don't know what to do moving forward. I'm still at this phase. I feel like... Uh, I'm going to take some time from the apps and stuff? <sighs> yeah, definitely. I, th- I think. I don't know. It feels like, all right, now I can look at the apps. You've been talking about a lot of apps where I'm like, I'm so curious as to what that is. Mm-hmm. That said... I can't fathom going on something right now. Right. I mean, it's so fresh. L- Crazy that the entire start to finish of this relationship it's documented on my Yeah, you can see it. You can see me wow. have a crush, get into a relationship, have an anxiety attack, hurdles, and then an ending. Wow. We've really done something stupid here. And that's where we'll end it today. <laughs> Follow us. <laughs> 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 at Tucka. Anyway, uh, really appreciate a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at Undesirables Pod. Also on Twitter at mm-hmm. Undesirables Pod. I'm Mr. Thomas Ella on Instagram and Twitter. Your Tucker wins at Twitter on Twitter. Uh, your Tucka. Is that how many T U C K A H H? Imagine a whiny British person saying it. Tucka. Yeah. Okay. All right. I get it now. <laughs> I think you still changed it, but I get it. <laughs> Reviews make all the difference. Tell a friend if you can. Share anyway. this with people. Not too many people, though. I don't want the cops coming after us. Not again. You bring that up enough to I'm worried what you've done. Stopping this recording. <laughs>